jazz. All right, uh, welcome to isolation episode number one. I'm excited to get started. Uh, basically, I found out, uh, I believe it was yesterday. I don't know, now my days are all messed up. It's really true, it does happen. Uh, so yeah, yesterday I found out that I do not have COVID, but I'm still recommended to isolate until the 7th. So I am not allowed to go to work. I'm not allowed to leave my house. Um, for those of you who are listening, I had a really nasty message from one of my friends who I asked for help. Um, I had asked about possibly potentially getting alcohol and she basically told me that I had, um, infringed on COVID rights before. Like, bitch, it's fucking a government-regulated lockdown. Like, I cannot leave my house. Like, it's not an option for me to leave my house. So, um, basically, anyways, that's all that I have to say about that. I was a little bit upset. Um, They did offer me some solutions to my problems, but they didn't help. Uh, And that's basically something that I wanted to touch on real briefly before I dive into the episode, is that if somebody you know is in isolation or in quarantine and they reach out to you for help, please help them because it's difficult enough. I live by myself. My parents are an hour away. Uh, The only other family that I have are my grandparents who would not pick me up liquor, that's for sure. And uh, I have uh, three cousins and an auntie and an uncle, but they are kind of estranged from me. So, um, yeah, I just don't, unfortunately, have many people around the area that can assist me. Um, I do have lots of friends and I'm very thankful for that. And I'm very thankful for the person who went and got me liquor yesterday as well as cat food the day before. So, uh, that's all I wanted to talk about that was kind of mopey and dopey. And, uh, I just wanted to like real quickly be like, what the fuck? Like, who says that? Like, who's like, oh yeah, like just go to the liquor store and get liquor, even though you've been told to self-isolate. Like you are the reason that COVID is spreading. You are the reason that like people are getting sick and dying. So, um, with that being said, I have nothing left to say on the COVID topic. Then let's dive into an episode. Okay. So as I mentioned in Tuesday's episode, I've had a couple of people write in, which was really nice. Um, uh, basically just topics on some like things, some phrases and some things that I can talk about. Um, the one that was mentioned to me first was it's not me, it's you. And I'm going to touch on that one a little bit later in the episode, because in my opinion, there's definitely uh, one of two reasons people will use that. And then the second one is it's not me, it's you. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's not you, it's me is what I meant to say. (laughs) I just like listened to the playback. I was like, wait, I said that wrong. Anyways. So, um, The reason that I wanted to talk about that one first is because I have definitely used that one. Uh, The other one, I have not. I find that the other one is a little bit more, um, you don't really have a chance to explain yourself. And for me, I'm a very open and honest person. And I try to be honest when I'm breaking up with people and like whatever else. So yeah. So it's not you, it's me uh, are basically just people who don't know how to end it. And the reason that I say that is, is that they're quite often realizing that maybe the person that they're with is a little bit more, um, I don't know if it would be like more in tune with their emotions, Uh, a little bit more sensitive is actually the word that I was looking for. A lot of times, like when I've used it, it has been because my partner has been so, or my partner at the time has been so obsessed with me that I've been like, man, if I'm just like, hey this isn't working out because this, this, and this, 
they'll just instantly blame themselves and I don't want them to get hurt or depressed. Like one of the biggest things that I'm about in a relationship is making sure that my partner is happy. It doesn't matter if I'm ending it with them or anything like that. I try to do it as smoothly as possible. So uh, I guess that's kind of like a nice thing for me. Um, I end up hurting myself way worse in the end though, because I try to make up excuses for why I'm bad. And then after I break up, I kind of like have to have like a moment of like, two days where I'm like, fuck, I'm a shitty person. And then I like start self-loathing on what I said that I was like to them. Uh, that's a really toxic trait that I carry. I know a lot of people don't do that. Uh, but a lot of people do use this, um, when they're breaking up with somebody or when they're telling themselves that they don't want to date this person because of those reasons. Uh, so for an example is I, last year I was seeing this guy off of Tinder. Um, he, was actually a really nice guy. I hung out with him. I do believe I spoke uh, about him in the, my first episodes that unfortunately are no longer on the air. Um, and he, all of a sudden, cold turkey stopped talking to me. And I was like, okay, well, uh, we have made plans to like go to a family's thing. And like, we were officially dating for like four days. So um, what the fuck? You can't just ghost somebody after like officially starting dating them, right? So, I, and this guy is significantly older than me. He was seven years older than me. And I was like, this is no way for a mature adult to act. Like, whatever you have to say, you need to say it or get the fuck out. Like, I don't care if you're thinking about it, but you need to at least let me in on like, hey, like I'm thinking about some of the things that happened. I don't think this is going to work out between us. Uh, this is why. So I left his house immediately that night when I knew that something was going on. And it was partly my fault because I didn't want to like have sex with him. Um, I, something had set me off and it was something so petty. It doesn't even matter. But basically, um, uh, I get to my house and he had always texted me. He actually used to call me before I even got home. And I liked that. I was like, okay, like he cares, like he misses me, like that's cute. We don't live that far apart, but, like, it's nice that he knows that I got home. Plus, I had had drinks, so you never know what can, like, they say that accidents happen in the 15-kilometer 15, 15 radius of your house. So at least he was, like, um, nice enough to check in on me. Um, so the one day passes, I'm at work, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, like, telling all my coworkers, I'm like, hey, like, this is fucked up. Like, honestly, like, this guy hasn't talked to me. He literally, like, didn't even call me last night after I got home. He didn't even tell me that anything was wrong. He just fucking straight up stopped talking to me. So I'm like, this is not fair. I was like, I'm supposed to go to this thing tonight with him. And he hasn't fucking messaged me. I bought a whole new outfit. I was going to look like hot as fuck. I was ready to meet his parents. I was super excited. Um, yeah. F you if you're listening, by the way. Just fuck you. <laughs> um, so anyways, I woke up the next day. I didn't have work because I'd taken it off because I was supposed to go to this event. Uh, I was feeling like, okay, I was like, you know what, like, you didn't respond to me in 24 hours. It honestly doesn't matter what the hell you say. Like, it's done. So he messages me, of course, about noon, and he's like, hey, sorry I never talked to you yesterday. Like, just, uh, I wanted to say that, like, it's not you, it's me, and I just don't think it's going to work out. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, I don't even know what I did wrong, and you didn't even ask me what happened that I didn't feel like having sex. Like, if that's such an issue that you don't want to, like, put up with me when I'm in those moods, I just am like that sometimes. Like, I work hard. I work with people. Sometimes my, like, I'm all over the place. I just don't like, you know, whatever. And he basically came uh, and texted me back. And, sorry, he came and texted me back. He responded. He's like, all I have to say is that it's, it's me, not you. And I'm like, bitch, but, it, like, it was me. 
and now you're lying and now you're not even telling me like the pinpoint like four days ago you were like the most in love with me you were like texting my friends that you liked me and you were like making plans for me to meet your parents and you were like obsessed with me and now all of a sudden you're just cold turkey just like what the fuck so I'm like okay there's somebody else or somebody else is like putting out for him and I didn't and like you know that's fine and then all of a sudden it clicked in my brain I was like whoa I was like he doesn't want to explain it he's trying to put the blame on himself take two steps back be the mature person first of all I was like don't fucking respond and then because I'm toxic as fuck I was like fucking respond make him feel like shit so I was like, oh, I was like, the reason that I didn't want to is because I seen your ex's Netflix and I know that's really petty and I know that you guys share dogs, but like that made me feel uncomfortable given the certain circumstances that my ex used to like keep like all of his like ex before me is like passcodes and shit and it made me feel uncomfortable and it put me out of the mood and I'm sorry and I was like, but that's okay. I was like, thank you for talking about it like a reasonable adult. Um, you're very articulate in your words and then I just blocked him. And then I unblocked him for Canada Day because I was like, we're going to fuck. And then we never did because I was like, no, Jasmine, like, you're better than this 32 or 33-year-old guy who doesn't know how to, like, talk about feelings, like, as a grown-ass man. So anyways, that was my story for it's not you, it's me. And yeah. So in saying all of that, basically you understand now that, like, a lot of the times when people say those things, they don't know how to communicate what they're feeling um, sometimes they just don't want to hurt you in that situation. I'm not trying to be like, he should have done this, but he should have fucking done this. Um, he should have the, after I left, he should have been like, Hey, was everything okay? I feel upset that like you didn't want to like have sex with me. Is there like an issue with you finding me attractive? Um, like what's going on? And side note to that, I'm not trying to cut anybody down, especially if he listens to my podcast, like good for him. Um, however, I do just want to say at that time, I was kind of like sitting there. I was like, I'm not really feeling this dude. And I should have been a little bit more vocal. But then like me and him were like sitting on the couch and like it didn't feel super natural to me. Like on my part, it felt like good for him. But like for me, I was like, I don't know. Like I, I feel like he's just like wanting to dive in and get married. And like, I'm not a hundred percent there yet. Like I want to get to know somebody. I want to make sure that they're like my person before like I ever even, and like four days after you start dating, like those are some pretty big shoes to fill. So I was feeling a little bit nervous about that. And then the fact that like he literally turned on his TV and his ex's name like popped up and then like he didn't even have his own thing. He was just like using her thing. And I was like, okay, I was like, I know this is something real petty because lots of people use other people's Netflixes, but when you break up with somebody and like you're totally over them and you hate them as much as he said that he did, I just feel like maybe you should get your own Netflix account. And then when I mentioned that to him, uh, when I had messaged him, he was like, oh, like, I guess you're right. Like, I guess I could use my parents. And I was like, dude, you're fucking 32 years old. What the hell? And then I realized that he was unemployed. And then there was like a long list of like red flags that I started noticing after that. So like my bad, but like also now, you know, uh, so in order to like avoid using that, I wanted to do a quick, like little blurb on this as well. It just comes straight forward. Like if he would have messaged me even like not that night, but the next day and been like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know how I'm feeling. Unfortunately, just because of the way that I felt you were last night with me made me a little bit insecure 
and how this is going to progress. I didn't like how you were so hostile and like with something going on. If you would have said something like that, I would have been like, first of all, I'm not hostile, but like, yes, you were correct. Something was wrong. And then I put a, like would have told him. So um, just be honest when you're like saying stuff like that because it can really hurt people. And I thought about it for like a couple months after I literally got so drunk that weekend. I was like a mess. I was like ready to sleep with anybody because I was like, okay, like this fucking bitch just used like, it's not you, it's me. Like it is him. It is him. It is absolutely him. But like he didn't need to say that. It was both of us, but like now it's him. <laughs> so yeah. All right, and then the one that was requested, this one's kind of tricky for me to explain because I don't really have any examples. I've never had this said to me. Um, I've also never said it to anyone. So uh, I don't want to hurt you. So I've had friends basically uh, had it said to them, and this is the way that I've interpreted it. Uh, there's two different ways. Basically, people right before getting into a relationship and then people wanting it to end. Uh, the first way is people that are doing it before. They quite often, when they say, I don't want to hurt you, they are making up excuses to not be with you. Um, a lot of that has to do with them maybe uh, being just toxic towards themselves or maybe them just really not being interested and them not uh, realizing that you've developed feelings faster than that they, they have done uh, for you. Uh, a lot of the times that people say this, in my opinion, it's basically just them taking a step back and being like, hey, like, you're a good person, I don't want to hurt you, but this isn't going to work out kind of thing. So again, not being honest, not being forthfront uh, with the way that they're thinking. Uh, they need to be able to expand on that. Unfortunately, there's really not a lot that you can do when somebody says this to you. Um, you can ask them for the reason of why they specifically don't want to hurt you and like reasons why they think that they're doing that. Uh, then they're kind of forced to come up with a way of like why they're hurting you and why they feel that they would be bad for you. And then you can kind of rebuttal that. But at the same time, if you're fighting for somebody to like you, then is it even worth them liking you in the end? And I know that there's a bunch of people that uh, suffer from different disorders that maybe make them overthink situations like this. Um, if you're that person that's walking away because of some sort of mental health, um, maybe mention that to the person instead of being like, hey, like, it's just me, it's not you, because you thinking that they might not be able to handle it, that's not correct. Maybe they will be able to handle it. Like, um, example of that, though, is that, like, the person that I'm currently with, um, I definitely have certain moments where I overstep myself, and he doesn't necessarily pull me back. He doesn't, like, I don't know, you can tell that, like, he gets, like, upset, but he doesn't like mention it to me. And I think that's like really nice. Uh, like he kind of keeps it private and he knows that like I'm just kind of doing my own thing. But like I can also tell that like it kind of upsets him. So like I don't do it if that makes any sense. Like there's just like this communication where I'm like, oh, I don't want to piss him off. Like, but also at the same time, like he basically I feel like knows that like if he was to like over speak and be like yeah like I didn't like when you said that I would be like oh okay like I'm sorry but like then I'd probably do it again so um interesting way of like people dealing with things but uh for the people that are saying those things my suggestion to you is maybe be a little bit more just like flexible with what you're saying uh you can say I don't want to hurt you because I'm not ready for a relationship because I 
previously went through this and this, and I just feel like this is similar to this. Um, yeah. I feel like just being honest with your feelings is the best way to go about things. There's a whole bunch less drama and then you don't think about it months later and you don't like text that person. You're like, hey, sorry, like I hurt you and I didn't want to kind of thing. The second way that people use that is when they're exiting relationships as well. So um, somebody will be like, hey, like this isn't working out. I don't want to hurt you, but I don't see this going any further. And like, that's a fair point. However, you did hurt them by saying that. So you might as well just be like, hey, Unfortunately, things aren't working out between us, and I think that we should go our separate ways. I think it would be better because I'm not looking for something as serious as this, for example, or, you know, something similar to that. Um, most of the time when people say it, it does actually hurt the person, so it's kind of ironic. Uh, no matter what you say, you're basically going to hurt them. And, like, words hurt a lot more than actions sometimes, so um, I would just be mindful of that and honesty is kind of the best policy because then they don't like dwell on it. I basically had a situation last year where I didn't use this, but I definitely said that like, I feel, I, I said that he, I feel like he would be better off without me because I didn't really take any interest in what was going on with his life. I, in the beginning I was like super interested. I was like, yeah, like, tell me this, tell me this, tell me this, like, how's work? Like, tell me this. I don't know what that means. Tell me what this is. Tell me what this is. And then by the end, he'd be like, oh, so like this is this and like it does this. And I'd be like, yeah, OK. And be like, I told you this like two weeks into us dating. I'd be like, awesome. I don't give a fuck. So like and then I realized that that was me being toxic and me wanting out of the relationship. I also had an issue where there was the fact that I was not attracted to him. And that's something else that we won't get into. Um, so, yeah, just instead of looking for ways out of it, look for solutions if you want to be with that person. And instead of pushing yourself away, if you want to be with that person, don't do that. Like find ways of like making them understand. And you shouldn't have to, your person should understand. So it's just a matter of like finding the right person and don't second guess yourself. And I know it's like, it's easier done than done. <laughs> it's easier said than done, but that's basically the best advice that I can give. So uh, yeah, uh, feel free to Instagram message me with more stuff. Uh, I think this episode was a complete awful failure, but like, I hope you guys like listening to it. And uh, I don't think I have anything else for this episode, unfortunately. I am sorry. Oh, Bernie Sanders with the mitts. That's what I wanted to touch on real quick. One sec. All right. So I'm just saying that Bernie Sanders has like absolutely slept, uh, swept Kermit the Frog memes or like whatever the fuck out like under the bridge like it's only Bernie Sanders out there right now and I gotta say that when I'm feeling like real small I am like googling Bernie Sanders memes and uh it was really funny because I'm not super like into U.S. politics unfortunately I I need to be more educated on it and I need to understand it a little bit better in order for me to like follow it um that's much the same with like my own uh, this is really, really a shame for me to say, but like even like Canadian politics, I'm like way more obsessed with the crown. I'm like out here binging the crown. Why doesn't Netflix do like a series on like our parliament? Like I have no idea why, but anyways, it's cause it's boring. That's why. Anyway, so I'm at like my day job and I'm sitting there and he's like, this lady's like, oh my God, you've seen the picture of the old man in the mitts. And I was like sitting there like kind of eating my lunch, not really paying attention. I'm like, wait, what? And then I'm like, is she talking about fucking Bernie Sanders? So I like walk over and she's like, yeah, like my husband, his dad looks exactly like him. Like, and I call him old man in the midst. Like they be twins. And I was like, uh, do you realize who you're talking about? Like that's Bernie fucking Sanders. And she's like, 
who is that? And this lady is like 60. She's like borderline 60. And I'm like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, like, who is that? I was like, he is a politician. Like he ran a couple years ago, like against Barack, I'm pretty sure. And then again, against Trump, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm not too sure. I do know that like he was in one of the elections because a guy that I liked who used to work with me, shout out to that person, uh, definitely doesn't listen to these podcasts. But anyways, uh, for humor, um, he mentioned to me that he wanted him to win against Barack Obama. And I was like, fuck no, like Barack all the way. And then he actually, I'm pretty sure that's when he stopped liking me, which is fine. I stopped liking him as well. So, (laughs) and then he moved and I never saw him again and my heart was broken. Um, but yeah, so I was like, no, no, like this, this is a politician. And she's like, no, it's some homeless man in mitts. And I was like, oh my God, like it's Bernie fucking Sanders. One of our supervisors like, uh, um, came in and basically was laughing at the fact that I knew who it was and they didn't. And then they were like trying to explain like the whole political system down there. And I just kind of zoned out. But yeah, so if you ever need a laugh and you haven't, you have to have seen the memes because they're everywhere. They're literally everywhere, um, about Bernie Sanders. So yeah, if you, if you get like time, go and look on like Facebook posts and stuff. You will not be disappointed. There's people photoshopping him into like family dinners and like crazy situations. Like he's got like 8,000 cats on him in this one that like I cried. I don't know why. And then there's, there's just like a whole bunch that are hilarious. So yeah, that's been making my life lately. Um, if that doesn't tell you how isolated isolation is treating me, I don't know what will. And, uh, yeah, so I will see you next quarantine episode. I don't know when that will be. I'm in the, uh, middle of cleaning my kitchen right now. So I'm going to go back and do that. And, uh, I hope you guys had fun listening to this. One last thing, make sure that you follow me on Instagram. That's just underscore jazz underscore the podcast um basically i'm going to be posting weekly updates on there i'm going to try to do daily um we'll see what happens and then just jazz the podcast on twitter and yeah i will see you guys later